Most times I envied my friends. I never could understand why my house wasn't that way, why my dad wasn't like the other dads, and why we couldn't sit down to nice family dinners and talk about our day, laugh about silly stuff, things mom and I did when he wasn't home. My mom just cried every time I asked why she stayed, so I finally gave up on asking. I gave up on a lot. Instead, I sat alone in the park, swinging on the rusted old swing set with its peeling red paint, dragging my feet in the sand, and ignoring the grumblings of my empty stomach. I knew I wouldn't get to eat any time soon. Not until he passed out, at least, and it would be safe to go back home. Another hour or two yet. Mom would keep my dinner warm in the oven until I could come home without waking him up. We had it down to a routine now. All I had to do was wait for the sun to go down. Across the park, the pigeons suddenly took off in flight with a ruckus of panicked whistling and fluttering wings. I raised my eyes from the ground, wondering what had riled them. I was surprised to see darkness staining the earlier clear blue sky. My first thought was that a storm headed our way. Great. Just what I needed. To get soaking wet before I could go back home. But then I realized what was moving towards me at a rapid pace wasn't clouds at all, but a mist of sorts. A gray avalanche of fog rolled in and covered the houses and streets with an eerie ghost-like quality. It wasn't smoke since there was no smell but the mist was just as heavy as the thick smoke that spewed from the smokestacks of the power plant on the other side of town. It moved fast, swallowing up everything in its path. The lushness of the park disappeared as the crawling tendrils enveloped me and turned my world opaque. The soft wisps swirled about me, darting this way and that, almost as if they were studying me. I remember being enthralled by this ghostly dance, wondering what on earth it could possibly be. It was almost hypnotizing. Glittering crystals floated in and out of the mist, as if they had a life force of their own. It was only much later that I would learn. They actually did. A clump of crystals danced in front of my face like swirling snowflakes, and I reached out and tried to catch them on my fingertips. I laughed as my touch triggered them to break apart and scatter, changing formation. Then, without warning, they converged and swarmed me, covering my mouth and nose like a wet cloth. With every breath I could feel them going down my throat, and I panicked. Wrapping my hands around my throat, I coughed and spat and tried desperately to get rid of the blockage. I couldn't suck in any oxygen. I fell out of the swing and onto my knees, my vision fuzzy around the edges. The threat of blacking out was all too real and I was terrified I was going to die. And then, just like that, it was over. The crystals clawed at my throat as they made their way back up, making me gag. They trickled out of my mouth and into the air. The mist surrounding me reabsorbed them like a thirsty sponge, and then it just moved on. As if the crystals had decided I wasn't worth their time. I sucked the sweet air into my starving lungs spitting out the oily aftertaste in my mouth. Still on my knees in the playground dirt, a cold shiver passed over me, and I couldn't help but feel I'd just had a very narrow escape. But from what? I watched as the wet mist slithered away from the park, 
the ominous gloom now moving to the other side of town. It didn't look like a harmless cloud anymore. The way it moved, slinking over the roads and houses, it appeared to be filled with malicious intent. What the hell was that? Suddenly, remembering old Hef, I scanned the park looking for him. I needed to see if he'd been attacked the same as me, because even as young as I was, I knew what happened had been an out-and-out -out attack on my being. I found him lying on the ground under his bench, unmoving. I wanted to go to him and see if he was okay. I tried standing, but my wobbly legs had other plans. They refused to support my weight, and I fell back into the dirt. I stared after the mist with frightened eyes, praying silently to God that it wouldn't change direction and return. I don't know how long I stayed crouched in the dirt.